Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from the Parting Shots Podcast studio in Schenectady, New York. It's our first Union College Hockey Men's uh, post-game uh, podcast, and it was a dramatic win for the Dutchman and uh, new head coach Josh Halge. The Dutchman overcame a pair of two-goal deficits, uh, going 0 for 6 on the power play, which included a pair of 5-on-3s, and they pulled out a 4-3 victory over RIT before a raucous standing-room-only crowd of 24-01 at Messerink. The atmosphere was incredible. Uh, I started my 27th year of covering Union, of course, coming back last year, covering the team uh, during the pan- uh, you know, past the you know, pandemic uh, year that they missed. And the crowds were limited last year. And it really wasn't in the games I covered. There weren't much, wasn't much of an atmosphere in there. Uh, even when RPI was there, it's, it just seemed uh, just unenthusiastic. In there, but today, of course, it was family weekend at Union, uh, so a lot of people were alums were back, and uh, it was an incredible day. Of course, the football team won against Buffalo State earlier in the day, and a lot of people stayed around for the hockey game, and they saw a great one. Uh, it wasn't great at first for uh, Union; they fell behind two nothing in the first period on uh, goals by Tanner Andrew midway through the first period, and then Evan Miller scored with 25 seconds left in the first period. So Union's down 2 nothing after the first period, and I thought RIT uh, really had the uh, control of that game uh, for, for the most part of that first period. Uh, but then uh, Union started to slowly come back. Carter Korpke, uh, freshman uh, forward, scored his first collegiate goal off an assist from another freshman, Nate Hanley. Uh, they score, he scored 238 into the second period, and Union's back within one. But uh, Cody Laskowski scored uh, just uh, two or two uh, ten later on a goal. I think uh, Carter uh, Connor Murphy would like to have back was a shot from the right circle that went over his glove. As he uh, no screen in front, it was just a, a tough goal to give up there. So Union's back down by two, and then the comeback begins uh, just. Uh, under a minute later, 50 seconds to be exact, Caden uh, Villegas uh, was in the penalty box for serving a uh, roughing penalty, a coincidental minor with the RIT. Comes out of the penalty box, goes on a 2-on-1 with uh, Chris Theodore, and he scores from the right side to make it 3-2. And it was during that period, the second period, that Union had four of its six power play attempts, including a pair of 5-on-3s. And... Um, You'll hear Josh Halge a little bit later talk about that, the 5-1-3s, and uh, uh, he's, he's taking blame for that. But uh, for the most part, Union could, just could not convert. Uh, frustrating time for them. And then they had another power play in the third period and couldn't convert on that. And it seemed like uh, they just were just some bad puck luck there, and you were just waiting for the other uh, skate to drop with the RIT if, if they were ever going to get a power play. And it turns out the Tigers did not get a power play at all. Union doing a good job of uh, keeping its discipline. Just two penalties, and they were both coincidental minors, so uh, you know, Union avoided uh, being shorthanded throughout the game. But I felt as that uh, you know, game progressed, uh, even though Union did not get any power play goals, they started to take control of the game. They were being physical out there, and I think it just tired out RIT. They were making some uh, ill-advised decisions, and you'll hear uh, their head coach, Wayne Wilson, talk a little bit about that in his post-game interview with me afterwards, and we'll have that just a little bit later. But um, Union just kept fighting it and fighting it, and then 
they got the tying goal uh, with uh, 13.01 left in the third period. It's the goal I like to call the transfer portal goal because it was Josh Nixon who played at Lake Superior State last year. Uh, he scored the goal, and Chris Theodore, who was at American International, had the assist. And that was a call of Matt Dubray along with Brian Unger on ESPN Plus, uh, courtesy of uh, Union Athletics. So the game was tied, and you know, there's, there's, we started talking about the possibility of going overtime and having a shootout. Yes, they're having shootouts in non-conference games, which uh, it's even though the game will still go down as a tie, which begs the question: Why have a shootout in the non-conference game if it's not going to count as a win on your overall record? But Carter Kopke uh, made that whole all that uh, moot with uh, 133 left. Uh, John Prokop set him out on a breakaway, and Corpy put the Dutchman on top. All right, he pulled its goaltender Tommy Scarfone uh, with about a minute 17 left. Uh, they tried to get get that that tying goal, and they had a couple of opportunities, but Connor Murphy and the Union uh, defensive unit uh, saved the day, and uh, the Dutchman end up with the victory, the first for new head coach Josh Halge. Of course, Josh uh, hired back in mid-April. Uh, he was an assistant coach at Clarkson uh, for many years under Casey Jones. Uh, the dramatic finish for him, and uh, we talked about that in his post-game press conference. And I, one of the questions I asked him, and you'll hear it here, is what kind of win would you rather have had, an easy one or a hard one? Josh, if you were to be asked what kind of game you would want to win your first one, would it be dramatic or would you have had the easy? What would you have taken? Well, uh, that's a good question. I think that I'm, I'm excited about how it happened. I think we can gain a ton from it. Um, it was it, it showed some character and grit to be able to fight through and keep going. So um, proud of the guys for that. I guess I would have probably taken a an easy win, but that yeah, I think we'll gain more from from this. But when you know first win to get it, I mean, what does it feel like? It's unbelievable because it you know at first year, you know you get down two nothing, and I thought we had some chances early in the game, and we just we didn't convert, and then we got a little frustrated once they got they hemmed us in, and then you know turning pucks over and. Um, ends up in the back of the net. So I think just settling in um, was happy how we played at, after a bit. The power play, I mean, you don't. You have six chances, six chances. You have a couple five-on-threes, couldn't convert. Yep. I mean, how frustrating was that? I, I mean, it was frustrating in the sense that we didn't score, but I think the amount of time that we've been able to put into it, I think that's an area where you're going to see a vast improvement quickly. Um, the five-on-three is 100% my fault. We have not worked on that enough. Um, we, we did it. We walked through it for, you know, a minute, but um, that's that, that falls directly on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be able to survive that and not get one, but you know, it seemed like going in that third period, as the period progressed, you guys got stronger uh, we're getting on pucks, blocking shots, uh, especially uh, late after you guys took the lead. I mean, did you see that as, as, the, uh, as, as a fact? I, I agree. I thought we, um, you know, we're, we were trying to lean on them a little bit and start holding on a little bit more puck possession, and I didn't think we were doing that earlier in the game. It was it was ping pong. It was back and forth, and um, I thought we just started to hold on to pucks and and possess it, which, you know, I, when you do that not long enough, then you're going to wear teams down. 
When you got the uh, goal from Nixon, which like, I like to call right the transfer goal, you got Theodore also there. Um, did you sense a change in momentum at that point? Because uh, uh, you, you tied up and now, now you're you know have them on their heels. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think the the big thing is is when you have you know. Uh, a young player, Josh is still really young. I mean, he's he's a sophomore. Um, blocking a shot and then going back and ten seconds later getting rewarded for it and scoring a goal. A goal. Um, when you're trying to build culture and identity in a group, I think it, it goes a long way to show like if you play the right way, you're going to get rewarded. And um, yeah, so so getting that one was huge. Carter Cor- Corpy, two goals tonight, including the game winner. A nice move he made. Uh, how important was his, his play tonight? Uh, he was. <laughs> He was outstanding, and he's he's got the ability to, you know, he's a big body that can skate, and then we, we knew he had some finish. I don't know that we knew that he had that. Like, that was special. So um, a big-time play in a, in a really crucial spot. Um, really excited for him in his first game. A couple of those goals that RIT scored, I think the second one may have been deflected. I don't know if it because, you know, we're down at the other end there. Uh, but the one, I think, the third one, did could Murph have to stop that one? Because that was the glove side and nobody in front of him. I, I mean, I expect Murph to make every save. He's so talented. So um, anytime he gets scored on, I'm a little surprised. The third one, I know the, the def- our defenseman, or I, it might have been a back-checking forward, hit hit the, the guy's stick mm-hmm. as he was shooting. So I think that probably, you know, it, it wasn't a true deflection, but it might have it thrown, thrown him off a little bit. Second one was definitely deflected. We got to do a better job pushing pushing shots to the outside. What was the celebration like in the uh, locker room? I I mean it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean it was for me this was a dream come true. I mean just to be on the bench and that atmosphere I I had no idea it was going to be that that great. So it was I mean it, it couldn't be a better night and now it's going to be a long night of getting ready for tomorrow. Did you get the puck? They, yeah, they did give me the puck, so that meant a lot. Yeah, the quick turnaround with Army at four, you know, four o'clock game Sunday. Uh, how much, how tough is that going to be with that short turnaround? I mean, it's going to be tough because you're, you know, getting a team that's sitting there waiting. But um, you know, we're going to try to win with our depth, and I think that you know, you gotta, <laughs> that's that's how we got to take advantage of it. Up next are our Union forwards, Liam Robertson, uh, the hero of the game, Carter Korpke, and Nate Hanley, who had two assists in the game. Yeah, we'll start with you since you're the veteran here. <laughs> um, to get the win the way you did for Josh's first win, what does that mean to you guys? Oh, it was huge, especially being down in the first period and then uh, getting the late goal here by uh, Carter here. He was uh, he was a big part of the game, and it meant everything to the boys in the room. got to ask you about the power plays. 0 for 6, a couple of 5-on-3s. Uh, in talking with Josh, he said he's t- he'll take responsibility for the 5-on-3s. He really haven't worked on that too much, but... How frustrating was that, and it, it could have been, you know, cost you guys the game. Yeah, it's definitely frustrating, but uh, we've had games like that before. We'll uh, we'll pull through. Uh, we're still feeling each other out with uh, the new team and everything, but uh, we'll be there eventually, like we were last year. Uh, Carter, for you, your first two goals. Uh, your first two goals of your college career, and especially the game winner. Just be able to score your first two goals here. What is first? What does that mean? And I'll ask you about the second goal uh, in a minute. Well, I mean, it was huge. Uh, get it off the back, you know, and then team can start buzzing here and hopefully get a couple more Ws coming up here, especially tomorrow night against Army. Okay. It helps when I get some Christmas passes from Hanley and Prokop. Uh, so, yeah. Walk me through the uh, game-winning goal, what happened, and uh, the, move, then the move you made, the backhander, you know, faked them <laughs> one way and went the other way. Well, me and uh, Shearer were tied up behind the net, and we were on top of each other. And 
our defense made a good play and pro cop had manned it and guy was coming back poked it and fortunately I was able to hold on to it and help me out there what did you see on that because made you change from you know fake the forehand and go back in uh I mean I didn't really see anything <laughs> you know it was just in the moment like I tried to improvise a little bit but I'm just happy it worked out Nate, for you, two assists tonight. Uh, how did it feel your first uh, college game? It felt good. It was exciting. The crowd was fun. It was fun to play at the <laughs> mess of rank for the first time and get a win. Uh, you're down 2-0, 3-1. Uh -huh. uh, what was the mood like on the bench? And it seemed like once you got into the third period, they tied the score. You see guys seem to wear them down. Yeah, the mood was positive the whole time. I mean, we were playing well the whole game. Nobody was really worried throughout the entire game. Uh, what was the, uh, I mean, this could be for anybody, but what was the celebration like in the locker room and giving the puck to Josh? Maybe Liam can start with that. Oh, it was, uh, it was awesome. Uh, always giving the coach the puck for the, his first win on the new job is, uh, is exciting. And uh, I'm sure for him, but for us as well, it, was, uh, it couldn't have worked out in any better way. Yeah. Carter, quick turnaround. You guys got Army, as you mentioned, uh, tomorrow afternoon down at West Point. Uh, how important is it to, to get ready for that after this such you know, an emotional game here today? Uh, it'll be big. we got a quick turnaround here. we got to get some treatment done and get on the bus early tomorrow and go do, go get a job done. Uh, Nate, you assisted on the first goal by Carter. Talk about that play. There was just a turnover at the top of the zone. I had the puck. I heard him screaming, so I just moved it over to him. <laughs> I spoke with uh, RIT coach Wayne Wilson after the game, and uh, he expressed uh, a little disappointment in his uh, team's effort, but you know, it's, it's, it's the first game of the season. Wayne, you had this game really under control. You know, it's up 2 nothing, 3-1. Uh, what happened? Uh, I thought, uh, you know, good start when you're on the road and you can get the, the first goal, never mind the first two. I thought that was good. And then we had a, a player try and make a move, beat someone one-on-one -on -one just inside our blue line, gets checked, and they get that first goal. And that gives you a little life. I think goals always get a little enthusiasm on the bench. So I think that was kind of the start of things. The second period, way too many penalties on our part. So, I mean, um, I was happy the fact that uh, we had the lead coming into that. We didn't give up any power play goals. I thought that was good on us uh, for doing that and surviving that. And then I, you know, the, I know the winning goal in particular. We try to go down, and beat a guy. We got poke check. They came back the other way. We break that up. We go down again, try and beat a guy one on one. We, we don't have any plays. We just got to get it back behind their defenseman. And then that was just referring more to the, the winning goal, I guess, more than anything else. Where, you know, uh, it's a couple sophomores that uh, you think would know a little better, and we just didn't manage the puck very well uh, at that point and then and then boom now you're now you're down one with no time left basically yeah especially you talk about the, you know your pelican like six for six i mean that should give you guys a lot of momentum and in in a, in a way maybe it didn't give you momentum. yeah you know i yeah you're right i mean it, it should and then two five on threes in there as yeah. well I thought both our penalty killers and our goaltending came up big i thought tommy got across the crease on a couple there and got pretty square to the guy and and uh, made some good saves there. Just, I was just disappointed. I don't think we played very hard on pucks uh, in the third period in general. Like a lot of passes up the middle, off our sticks to them. Like you got to control. We got to be stronger on pucks in those situations. And we had some flurries, and then we were we just kind of got soft in different areas. And I think it caught up to us. And it looked like Union got stronger in that third yeah. period as it, as it went along. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a combination, you know. Uh, 
one team getting softer on pucks, the other one getting stronger, and that was the, the difference in, in the third period anyways. My three stars of the game, number three, had Nate Hanley with the two-assist effort. Uh, Chris Theodore, also with the two-assist effort, is my number two star. And the number one star of the game, we'll probably have him a few times during the season, Carter Korpke with his uh, two-goal effort uh, against RIT. So there's your three stars for the first uh, post-game podcast of the 2022-23 season. I'll be back at it on Sunday after the game at Army. I'll be down at Tate Rink to cover that game for you. You can follow my uh, tweets on uh, Twitter. at uh, Yeah, tweets on Twitter. That makes sense. <laughs> at uh, Slapshots. And I hope you uh, get a chance to uh, follow me there. And uh, if you're not following me, why aren't you? Please do so. Well, that wraps things up for this uh, post-game edition of the Parting Shots podcast. Thank you for listening. And uh, if you have any questions or comments about the podcast or have questions about Union Hockey, you can email me at shot. That's S-C-H-O-T-T at DailyGazette.com. And as I just said, you can follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed in the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Shots. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you Sunday. From the Parting Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.